Welcome back to another episode of All That and More. I'm your host, Jillian McDonald. On today's episode, I am joined by Pat Duggan from the Fort McMurray Legion, and uh, we're going to be chatting a little bit about his experience with the Legion, and this whole episode is going to be dedicated toward Remembrance Day. For us, remembrance is remembering those who gave the ultimate sacrifice, and then remembering and supporting and showing our love for those who did come back. Whether they came back whole or not, doesn't matter. Their service needs to be recognized and appreciated. We humbly acknowledge that all that and more is recorded on Treaty 8 territory, the traditional lands of the Cree and Diné and the unceded territory of the Métis. Thank you so much for being in the studio today, Pat. Thank you for having me. Why don't we do a quick introduction, so let community members know a little bit about yourself. I originally came to Fort McMurray in uh, 1978 with my family. My father was hired on with Syncrude at the time. Uh, grew up here uh, all throughout high school and such. Uh, originally left Fort McMurray to uh, work on education, but uh, actually also at the same time joined the uh, uh, Canadian Armed Forces Reserves as well. And uh, straight off from there, I did a... A NATO uh, exercise and then a UN tour in Yugoslavia. What year was that? That was 1993, summer tour. Okay. So what brought you back to the region? Uh, Much like everybody else, uh, work, (laughs) (laughs) to be quite honest. I mean, my family was still up here, so that was obviously an easy push. But uh, I eventually had gotten my uh, EM qualified as an EMT, worked in Central and some parts of Northern Alberta, some industrial work, and eventually just gravitated back into doing the work around here. Uh, Also did security work for some time. And then eventually I got hired on with the fire department about 19 years ago. And how long did you serve? Uh, my total service time was about four years. So while you were serving, what in what capacity were you serving? I was an infantryman with the Loyal Edmonton Regiment. Mm-hmm. And I did my uh, service time. I went actually over to Norway with uh, uh, 1st Battalion PPCLI. And then I went to Yugoslavia with 2nd Battalion PPCLI. What does that mean for the general human being who has okay, no so, experience? Uh, a lot of people don't understand the Canadian Armed Forces, their regular force units are always supplemented by uh, reserve units. So when you're a reservist, you do your training through the summer, sometimes on weekends. Uh, you parade on weekends or weeknights every so often as a minimum. And then when our regular force unit gets deployed, they always look for X amount of volunteers to join up. So if we have tryouts, if you will, where everybody works up as we go through training, do assessments, and then get selected to go supplement the, the regular force unit. Okay. When I went approximately out of the combat arms groups, about 70, higher than 70% possible, almost 80% were reservists. Okay. Which is not unusual when a Canadian unit deploys, especially the combat arms, to have a high number, at least over half of actual reservists. Okay. Yeah. So... So what are some things that somebody who might be wanting to take that path, what can they do locally to start that path? Start that path. Uh, reserves are easier to get into, if you will, in regards to that they, they typically process people faster. Unfortunately, with the, I'll be honest, the neglect that the Canadian government's been given the military, it takes quite some time sometimes to get into the regular forces. Okay. Uh, sometimes up to two years. Wow. Application process which it's not too many other jobs that people are willing to wait two mm-hmm. years for. But if that's what you want to do, then it is worth the wait. Right. If that is your, if that is your end goal, 100%. Uh, 
uh, getting in the reserves. A lot of people get into the reserves. If they like it, great. And there's there's the ability to transfer from the reserves into a regular force unit. Okay. So that's always an option. So especially for people who are going to school, things like that are not mm -hmm. too sure, but they're still proud to be Canadian and want to do some form of service. Reserves is an excellent option. It's much more flexible, especially when you're not, like I said, not 100% sure if you want to go all the way or whether, nope, just this little bit of service is good enough for me, that sort of thing. Uh, for me, I was going to go regular force. And then after my tour, just the, it was the entire, and it's unfortunate, the entire United Nations experience for me kind of soured it. I see. And okay. I stayed in for a bit and still did my bit with the unit and then eventually just moved on and progressed in my civilian life. Okay. Yeah. And am I right in saying that if youth want to get started, they can go through the cadets? Is that? Yeah, absolutely. We, we support both the cadet corps here locally and, and the city. So we have the air cadets and the army cadets. There are sea cadets, but I, the closest units out of Edmonton. Okay. The air cadets are almost full, actually. They're reaching their limit. There's uh, still plenty of room in the army cadets. So, What's the difference between the two? On the outwards, if, well, from the outside looking, the biggest thing is probably going to be, so you look at the so Army wears green, Air Force wears blue. Okay. They still do all their drill. They still do a lot of their uh, training in regards to learning about Canada and things like that. Not too many people understand. There's a lot of historical learning about Canada and what it's done militarily. Okay. Uh, also, with the Air Cadets, you eventually work up to get your glider and possibly your powered pilot's license. Okay. Uh, that's It's not an easy road to go, but it is an, is an option. And with the Army Cadets, they do much more of a focus on outdoor activities and marksmanship as well. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. That's probably the easiest way for me to describe the difference between the two. <laughs> um, is there somewhere where somebody can go to get information if they were looking to join? Absolutely. Both units have an online presence. Okay. And uh, also, because cadets are actually part of the Department of National Defense, they are still actually technically part of the military. Uh, you can actually get some information uh, through any of the uh, government websites as well. Okay. Perfect. I'd love to hear if you're open to this, your best memory of serving. <laughs> uh, a funny one was actually uh, the first time I'd ever had espresso. Actually, I told this story not that long ago to some family members. Yes, about that. I was on foot patrol with actually my sergeant, my section 2IC. We were all on foot patrol together. And this one section that we had, you know, kept from uh, the combat from spilling over into uh, the older gentleman was trying to open up his coffee shop again. And he had this giant ancient espresso machine. He was, he just gotten going. He was pretty happy to see us walking by. So we invited us in. So couldn't take us inside because he was still cleaning broken glass and stuff on the inside of the shop. But he had a, a little area on the rooftop. So we went up top there. We're in full battle gear. So we're wearing our, our vests. We've got our, uh, low bearing vests and stuff on, not sorry, low bearing vests for me is web gear. And uh, both uh, my partners there, they had their assault rifles. I was a machine gunner, so I had a machine gun. So we were sitting in these folding chairs with a umbrella table on top of this building, sipping espressos <laughs> with a machine gun across <laughs> my lap. It was a different experience. We all kind of looked at each other. They were both obviously veterans of other uh, service as well, so they kind of chuckled, especially look at my face because it was, it was surreal mm. having done that uh, and then right after we finished that up, we literally walked 40 steps and then we could hear uh, uh, the Croatians were starting to throw some artillery at the Serbs a little further away from us. And wow. So we were wandering over, not over into it, but wandering over to a vantage point and make reports and such. So. When we come back, we'll be talking about the Remembrance Day services here in the region. But first, here's our Municipal Minute. Beginning November 29th, join Mayor and councillors as they review the proposed 2023 Municipal Budget. 
All meetings begin at 9 a.m. in council chambers and are live-streamed online. Review the proposed budget and find details on how to participate on the RMWB website. Looking for a more impactful workout routine this winter? Volunteer to be a snow angel and help a senior in your neighborhood shovel their driveway and walkway. Become an angel today by signing up individually or with a group online at Wood Buffalo Volunteers. Mark your calendars. The Santa Claus Parade is returning to Franklin Ave on Saturday, December 3rd at 6 p.m. Help spread the holiday spirit by joining neighbors, friends, and family for the festivities. Find more parade details on the Municipal website and Facebook page. That is today's Municipal Minute. Find more information on these initiatives in the show notes or on rmwb.ca. And if you have questions, call Pulse at 780-743-7000. What brought you to working with the Legion? With the Legion, that actually took some time. My grandfather on my mom's side, uh, he was heavy into the Legion. He was actually also an honorary regimental sergeant major. Funny story. I went to the meeting to help support someone to get in. (laughs) I did not look for a nomination, but I got (laughs) nominated while I was there, like during some side conversations. It was a fellow who was asking some questions. And I was just, you know, being honest with the answers. And then next thing I knew, he nominated me. And at that moment, I decided, no, I believed in enough to come down to the meeting. I believed in enough to actually join the previous year. And I didn't want to see it leave Fort McMurray either. So I said, no, I'll, I'll let my name stand. And I beat out uh, one former incumbent and uh, one other senior member as well. So to me, that was, it was a pretty good shot in the arm is in regards to what I had proposed was like, people aren't going to like some of the changes that we're going to have to make, but we have to make them to maintain this legion. Right. And the membership that was there believed in me enough that yeah, we did it. And how long have you been serving as president? Uh, since, oh, we're just doing the math on that one. Uh, it's about <laughs> eight years now. Wow. Yeah. One of the longest serving local presidents. Uh, my intention was only to be in about four, maybe six years. Mm-hmm. But then obviously events in the past couple of years transpired uh, Kind of keep you in the position, if you will. Right. Yeah. I guess explain to people what it is that the Legion does that we here. Do. So the biggest thing and the most uh, the, the most readily available thing that comes to mind for a lot of people would be the Poppy Campaign. Mm-hmm. So the funds raised during the Poppy Campaign, uh, there's very strict controls over how it's used. Uh, whenever we go to use them, we actually have to run it through our command office, or our, sorry, our, our district office, and then sometimes through the command office for the province okay. before we get approval to use the funds. And they all have to be linked in some way of veteran support, whether it be direct financial support to a veteran for schooling or for medical assistance or even helping a person move. We also support community groups as well with the Poppy Campaign if uh, they have significant support work for veterans. Uh, case in point, we've uh, made some donations to the hospital here. We've got, a, over the years, we've got a new EE&T chair for the Emerge Room. Uh, we've helped uh, sponsor the Palatov Suite uh, just lately for Rotary Club. We've uh, actually got their, uh, their fun to go. A bike, the four-person uh, powered bicycle. Mm-hmm. We've even gone so far as the uh, just concussion and brain injury study going on in the University of Alberta, but it was specifically directed to people who had former military service. Okay. So we were able to actually provide some money for them as well. Do we know how many veterans we have in the region? Last decent number that we got, and that was through one of the censuses that the uh, city was doing. Uh, this was back in 14 or 15. There were... 
just under 500 people who identified as veterans. A lot of them worked out at uh, site, mm-hmm. and uh, actually some of them, a good portion, were transient workers, but still we're looking at a couple hundred at the very least. Okay. Which makes total sense. Uh, getting into these type of like blue-collar jobs, like a site job, it's, I wouldn't say easy for them, but they're the type of people that a lot of employers look for. They've got former service. They understand discipline. They understand rank structure. And it's not a, it's not a burden to them to learn these things. And a lot of them, especially if uh, if they leave without any medical discharge, still have an excellent work ethic. Mm-hmm. So that helps tremendously. A lot of them can be given instruction and work on their own, maybe easier than someone else. I'm not saying that veterans are the best at everything, but there are qualities in what you're taught and what your experience is while you're in the forces that only help when you get back into civilian life. Just completely translates into this kind of work, yeah. Probably one of the biggest things that, the Legion does, and it's really it's the reason for its inception, is to truly help veterans integrate back into society and have normal lives. So whenever we can support programming that does that, mental health programming, mm-hmm. all those sorts of things, we do so as with, with as much support as we possibly can with through volunteer support, financial support, and such. Right. It's, it's the key point is uh, there's a saying out there, if we send them, we must mend them. And I'm mm-hmm. a firm believer that a lot of people on the branch are firm believers of that. We choose to deploy our sons, our daughters, aunts, uncles, anywhere for any reason. We have to be ready for when they come back for us to be able to, A, treat them with dignity and respect for the service that they've provided. Whether you agree with where they went or not, they don't get that choice. When you sign on, you literally actually sign away a couple of your basic human rights Mm -hmm. under the Canadian Charter to actually serve. So you're giving yourself to your country. And the vehicle in which we control that is your civilian government, obviously. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to agree with where they went or what they did. You just have to recognize that they did it and they did it for us on behalf of us. And that's one part that some people seem to forget from time to time is that, you know, all these people didn't join the military so they could rush across the ocean and you know, beat up on somebody else. They did it to serve Canada. So when we do interject militarily, uh, especially in a, in a combat role, much like Afghanistan. We're not there because, you know, we just want to be pushing people around. We're there because people are being pushed around. Right. And we're looking to try and have that stop. It was the same attempts that were made when we, uh, when the Canadian Armed Forces, or the government, sorry, used the forces in a lot of peacekeeping roles and such. That was kind of the intent behind that. Sometimes it worked. Sometimes it was a, a disaster. But history's obviously shown how that pans out. <laughs> it's extremely important to honor those that have served um, and Remembrance Day does that. So where is the Remembrance Day ceremony happening and time? So Remembrance Day ceremonies, uh, we've made a couple modifications to the, uh, the new one that were not new, but now that we're doing them back at Mac Island as well. So the act of remembrance, so we're still going to be in two phases. So we're still looking at, a, still looking at an approximate start time of approximately 10 o'clock. Okay. And that would be like seated whole thing starts we might even actually start if we're if we're able to get some of the uh changes we want made even start like a little bit later but we're asking veterans and other groups and all our volunteers are going to be formed up and ready by about nine thirty or so just to make sure the whole thing comes off clean uh and same thing with the, the legion down in waterways their ceremony will definitely kick off no later than ten thirty. okay so the ceremonies will be happening simultaneously they will happen simultaneously yeah they always do we always try to everything things so the uh the formal act of remembrance happens at 11 o'clock. Perfect. Is there anything that you would like to say to community members about the importance of Remembrance Day um, and the importance of supporting the Legion? 
So yeah, that well, the answer goes hand in hand. Uh, supporting Legion supports veterans, supports those who have served us and who have come back and who have finished their service and who require still require assistance. That and just simply helping veterans socialize, talk amongst other veterans, and just again, the core value is to reintegrate veterans back into society. So for us, remembrance is remembering those who gave the ultimate sacrifice and then remembering and supporting and showing our love for those who did come back. Whether they came back whole or not, doesn't matter. Their service needs to be recognized and appreciated. Well, and coming back whole, I think that's open for interpretation, right? It always is. Yeah. It's, uh, a lot of folks will come back physically whole, sure. Exactly. But like, again, I've, we've kind of spoken to this point. It's an experience that you can't parallel in any other way. No. Not, I mean, I've been, I've done emergency service for quite some years. I've been a medic for almost 30 years. And even with those kind of experiences, like the wildfire and such, when I was working with the fire department, uh, military service has a, just a bit of a different ring to it, especially on deployment. Yeah. As to what's expected, what the possibilities are as well. So there's a lot of similarities in the civilian side, but there are some things you just, you just can't replicate. So uh, if you are a local vet and you are looking to um, join Legion, if you haven't already, please mm -hmm. make sure you reach out, uh, head down to the Legion, which is located in Waterways. What's the address? 9317 Huggard Street. Perfect. Um, so to wrap up, let's talk about the future of the Legion. What we are looking at trying to do is be able to move the Legion to a new facility that would support both cadet corps, that would support being but we still are a community hall to the community. Uh, obviously, our uh, our uh, museum, which was able to be certified last year. Quick quick plug, uh, anybody who's interested, uh, we do do uh, historical tours, not just through the building, but are able to speak to the displays and actually talk about Canadian service. Uh, we've even done a couple birthday parties for children who wanted that experience. So, cool. Yep, absolutely. Uh, we're all quite open for that. But yeah, being able to support having the museum piece there, a community piece our support offices for veterans, obviously. And it's being a gathering place for the community is really big. Pat, thank you so much for your service. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Remembrance Day services are tomorrow, November 11th. As mentioned, there are two ceremonies happening this year, one at McDonald Island and one at the Legion. Both begin at 10 a.m. Even if you are unable to attend the ceremonies, we encourage you to take a moment out of your day to reflect, remember, and honor our Canadian veterans. If you are interested in volunteering or learning how you can support local veterans, please visit the Legion at 9317 Huggard Street in Waterways. As always, all information shared in today's episode will be in the show notes. Next time on All That and More, Keith Smith joins us in the studio to talk about winter maintenance in Fort McMurray. Hey!